0: Welcome back, cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. As you can tell, we are all hands on deck for this weekend's uh, 2019 NCAA quarterfinal round. There's going to be so much great action on the men's and women's side, all hosted in the USTA New Training Center in Orlando. We are obviously thrilled for that all week. We've been trying to get interviews with these players playing this weekend, get you guys to hear their perspectives, what they're looking forward to as they prepare uh, for the ending of their seasons. We are so thrilled to be joined today by a returning guest from last week. We figured, hey, it was good luck for their team. They got the win, so we'll try and bring them back on as well. And his teammate from that match, they are the number one doubles duo at TCU. Alex Rybakov and Alistair Gray, welcome back to the Cracked Interviews podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Of course. So let's start right away with that round of 16 win. We were texting earlier in the week, RIBO, and um, again, <laughs> it still feels weird to say that because I'm just, but just so you listeners know, I can't call someone else Alex. Um, but, you know, we were texting and you said, you know, I heard that you predicted Mississippi State win and Nuno winning. But obviously, I, I proved you right on the individual level, but team wise, you guys were <laughs> thrilled to get the win. Uh, what was it like traveling there? A new experience, a home match for your opponent in a round of 16 to go there and get that win? and how'd that feel for the team
1: yeah it, it felt great um, the idea of the Super Regional was definitely something new um, that was the first time they're doing it I think it was a big success they got a lot of fans out there the trip over there was pretty rough we got in late um, didn't get our rackets until later because our our flight got canceled so there's just overall just a lot of adversity we we didn't get to hit on the courts until the day of the match we hit indoors the day before so just we had a lot of excuses you know to just kind of give in but everybody fought well and we came out with the w
0: And for you guys to get that doubles point at the beginning of that match, so impressive, but it really speaks to something you guys have been doing well down the stretch, winning doubles points over TCU, Arizona State, and now a very good Mississippi State uh, in this tournament. Alistair, what was it like in that environment uh, when you're playing against a hostile crowd, also playing against a Mississippi State team that got you guys in the doubles point earlier in the year? Uh, How important was it for you to get that point?
2: Yeah, it was huge. We, um, as you say, we lost to them. We lost the doubles point to them twice before, so it was it was pretty pinnacle that we took that. Um, but it was a yeah, it was an extremely exciting atmosphere. There were a lot of loud fans there. Um, we were an early breakdown as well, so which we broke straight back. So that was a good momentum shifter, and the three doubles got it done pretty quickly. And and we we played some really good doubles to finish it off. But um, but yeah, overall, it was a. We played very well, and it was just a very exciting atmosphere all around.
0: You mentioned going down that early break 2-1. I was watching you guys on the stream. I feel like I had a vested interest in the match at this point. And just (laughs) to see the way you guys kind of responded to that crowd, the energy was clearly intense. Uh, You kind of mentioned it earlier, Alex, but uh, what was it like? Uh, Again, hostile crowd. Did you think the atmosphere lived up to
1: the the moment, I suppose? Uh, Yeah, I thought, honestly... Their fans, they were great. They were loud, but they were they were respectful. You know, they weren't like in our ear chirping us, and they they were respectful. They were just, you know, obviously backing their team. But it was good tennis all around, and and we fed off the crowd, and um, me and Al kind of playing number one, and just um, we try to bring the energy and get our other guys going. And I think we did a really good job of that against Mississippi State, and we fed off the crowd and each other. So I thought we did a great job there.
0: In particular, you look at the start of singles. Obviously Mississippi State comes out hot. Their season's on the line. It seemed like they worked their way out to breaks in a bunch of sets. And then the rain delay comes, obviously. And for our listeners who don't know, I think it was a two, two and a half long weather delay. The storms were coming down. They really wanted to play the match outdoors because Mississippi State's indoor facilities, not as many courts. It just would have been, you know, kind of a show at that point. Um for you guys, you know, uh, I guess, Alistair, what are you guys saying during that rain delay? How are you guys reining back in and getting ready for that second push?
2: Yeah, it was very difficult. You know, we, we'd obviously, we had the momentum in the, in the doubles point, but we were, we were down in a lot of singles. So you could argue that the rain delay kind of helped us recu- recuperate and, and, uh, and kind of get ready for the, for the next part of the singles. We, um, it was a long. I mean, we were in the. We were just in the locker room. We a couple of us had naps. We were just trying to trying to rest and try and not use any energy and just. And then all of a sudden, you've got to kind of flip the switch and get ready to compete again within like a thirty-minute time slot of when the courts are dry. So, um, we uh, we came out. I, I I would say that Mississippi State came out better after the rain delay. I think our coaches spoke about that afterwards. They they had they got on a little bit of a run on us. Um, so we responded well after that, but um, but yeah, definitely more adversity to deal with, and we're proving that we're we're pretty decent at dealing with it. So uh, yeah,
1: we all we all took naps. <laughs> walking in the locker room, it was all pitch black. Everyone just sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> we knew it was gonna be a long day, so we knew that. I mean, we had a lot of stuff going on. It was possible if it didn't stop raining, we were gonna to have to drive to Alabama to play at the University of Alabama because in Mississippi State they only have two courts. Indonesia. So. Um, Yeah, they only had two indoor courts, so it was possible that we would finish there. We would finish outdoors. There was just so much stuff going on, and we knew that it was going to be a long day, and we weren't sure what was going to happen, so we all... (laughs) shut out for like yeah. so you know Look, when going gets
0: tough the tough take a nap everyone knows yeah, that. exactly yeah. i just i don't believe for a second though coach rodidi closes his eyes in that moment if anything no that's no when way. he cranks no out way. push-ups yeah, gets no his way. workout in or whatever um but you guys uh you mentioned again that rain Did delay you say
2: that, do his workout
0: yeah that's he's what he's been it. doing a while <laughs> <laughs> oh i like it well then i mean alex do you talk about coming out of that rain delay and uh, with all due respect, I'm not trying to rub it in. I, again, I'm watching the match, and Nuno just plays a stellar match at one singles, gets that win there. And at that point, look, it was a back-and-forth battle. Mississippi State gets a straight-set win at three singles as well. They get a couple of second sets at two, four, and six. Uh, obviously, uh, you guys get straight set, or you get a straight-set win at five from Famba to keep it at two-all. But I guess what is it like when you're fighting off—did did you know that push was coming from them eventually? Eventually. And then I guess for you, Alex, how how, stre- how much more stressful is it when you're not playing, when you have to watch and the results yeah, are in your hands? Yeah, I,
1: I can't take it. I'd so much <laughs> rather be playing than watching on the sidelines. Obviously, like, I'm watching and I believe in all my guys, but it's just, it's tough, like, not being on court and just, you know, just so nervous just watching and just, you know, just hoping that's all you can do at that point, you know. But um, it, it was tough. It was tough. Nuno played really well um i had a couple of chances in the second set i went down an early break and i had it i'd love 40 on his serve and i had a couple of chances to break back and he stepped up he served really well and obviously he's really good on those courts and um but yeah it felt it felt like we were down you know just because of their home atmosphere we we split i want to say we won three first sets lost three first sets yep um but it, it, it felt it felt like we were down from my perspective just like with their energy and then slowly slowly it started turning and and you know everyone was in battles and you know at, at one point it was like it could it could go either way you know when al split sets burda split sets um famba luckily got it done but he, you know sander saved match points which was huge for him to stay stay in that match and take it to the third set um But, yeah, I mean, it was just battles on all three courts, and and our guys pulled
0: through. And Alistair, I swear you are about to be the superstar of this interview, but last one to you. You mentioned the performance from both Kruger and Sander Jung. For Sander to, you know, go down match points, steal that second set at six, and then for Burtis to get a win after struggling early in the tournament. How big is that for you guys? And just moving forward, how nice is it that you're having success? It it doesn't matter. It's not always, you know, one, two, three. It's just coming from different places throughout the lineup.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, Sanders, but Sanders took the Big Twelve number six spot, so he's been he's been on fire recently. And to see to see everyone in all areas stepping up, Bertus as well, they everyone's playing good tennis, and um, they're showing that in this next match, that any one of us can can get it done. So it it gives us a lot of confidence in the in the team, and it uh, gives us a lot of belief as well. So it's it's good to be playing alongside people who, are, who have got so much motivation and, and will to get the job done.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. It was a pleasure to watch. And now getting to your match, obviously uh, you win that first set 7-6, drop the second 6-3, and then you're serving for the match 5-3. I believe it's 15-love. And then you take a tumble and there's just an injury timeout. And I'm screaming at my TV or at my computer, you know, what's going on? Give me some sort of verbal update. Can you kind of talk through what happened in that moment? <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> basically, uh, so 15 love, I play a really, I play a really passive point. I'm kind of <laughs> chipping, chipping at the back fence and I, I running to this ball that there's no way I'm going to get there. Uh, but, but that's whatever in my, whatever reason I, I go for it and my foot kind of, I believe gets stuck in the back of the fence. I'm not hundred percent sure, but <laughs> underground yeah get st- get stuck and then kind of take a tumble and hit various parts of my body including my chin and my stomach as well um so i i got up after that obviously pretty heavy impact I'm- it was quite a tall fall um <laughs> and the raditi kind of looked at my chin and was like uh oh yeah it's just a little scratch yeah no, no big deal um it, meanwhile, I, 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 as I, if I remember correctly, I was kind of, I was kind of gagging because cause it hit kind of hit, hit the ground so hard. But anyway, I walked over to the we walked over to the bench and they just got it cleaned up. I mean, it was quite it was quite a deep cut, um, <laughs> but but yeah, it was uh, it was not too not too troubling. Obviously, it was um, got back out there in about five minutes or something to to continue the match, but.
0: So when this is happening, Rybo, you're you know you have Sander, uh, three five deuce point, uh, Florin wins that, and he's now serving for the match. You see, Alistair, your doubles partner, who you must yeah be thinking, he flew, he flew, yeah I well, watched him fly. Were you like, the there's fact. no way he gets there? What were you thinking?
1: Well, I I just yeah, Ordini basically hit a winner, and then Al <laughs> just flew. I, mean, <laughs> you know, I was watching and just like everything kind of stopped at one minute. And I saw it. I mean, I was just worried. You know, when he got up, he didn't look good, you know. <laughs> he just looked like he wasn't all there, and he was, like, looked like he was gagging, and he hit the ground really hard, and I was just hoping that he wasn't, like, really, really hurt, you know, at mm-hmm. that point. um, And I had faith in Sander. At that point, Sander, like you said, he had match point and then was serving for the match. I had faith in him to serve for the match, but, you know, I was just glad that I was able to finish.
0: And for you at in that moment, Alistair, to have Sander on court six battling right alongside of you, how helpful in that moment is it to have a teammate, you know, playing in the with the same stakes on the line?
2: Yeah, it's it's just a it's just an extremely intense atmosphere. There's, you you can't relate it to anything else. You're you're playing for a spot in the year, Elite Eight, you're playing for the spot to come to Orlando. It's the biggest match of your of your college career at this stage and I had no idea what the score was with Sander. I knew he got the second set, but I had no idea what was going on. I was kind of trying not to look over because it's you know it's a big thing in college, like trying to rely on your teammates and stuff. So I just try and I try and kept to my core. I knew I knew I had to take this timeout, so I wasn't sure if Sander was close to finishing or not. I just knew I tried to keep tried to keep focused in my mind that I had to finish this match and and Sander, you know. I had confidence that Sander was going to, if he was close to finishing. But in my mind, all I can control is what's going on in my court. So, I was just still very focused on on how I was going to finish my match. And you come back um,
0: out, and it's three big first serves. Just was, was that always the play? Just make a first serve and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, if you
2: want to if you want to talk simply, then yeah, I think, <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's always a good a pretty good plan, uh, but. But yeah, no, I, ser- I served well. I served well in the last game. Um, I hit my spots well. And uh, yeah, I took my time. I think before the last serve, I knew where I was going to serve. But I just wanted, I, k- I kind of wanted a bit more time. So I went over to Radidi and I was like, oh, where are we going then? And he said where I thought we were going to go. And and uh, I got a time violation, but I knew, <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I just wanted a little bit of a... I just want a little bit of time so but yeah we closed it out with another serve and uh yeah couldn't be happier to have finished it especially having given the amount of drama that just occurred
0: yeah, absolutely. And then one handshake with your partner, Alex Rybikov, later, which site was still live for, so I got to see it. <laughs> as, a, as a judge of handshakes, I enjoyed it. Um, and, 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 you know, now you guys are headed to Orlando. I guess, what's that week of preparation been like? Was there a moment when you took to celebrate? Because, you know, for you, Alex, this is your second NCAA quarterfinal, matching your best appearance from your sophomore year. Or, you know, is there time to celebrate, or is it right away, let's prepare for Orlando?
1: Yeah, I think Devin made it clear Um, we celebrated that day, and the next day it was on to the next one. So um, we're just super excited, honestly, to get another shot at Texas because they beat us earlier in the year. And not only did they beat us, we didn't win one singles match against them. So you know, um, although we had, I believe, four three setters, they got us on every court. So we're just excited. We've all improved since we played them last, and um we love being the underdogs and that's definitely what we are tomorrow so Good memory. Four
0: first, uh, you guys did have four three setters. Obviously, uh, you put yeah. everything out.
1: <laughs> yeah, <You,
0: laughs> Red Duty said that earlier today. That's the only reason. I <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> I like it. But in that match, you guys take the doubles point, and I mentioned it earlier. Uh, you and Alistair in particular, you two guys. I don't know why I had to refer. You're both there. Uh, you guys <laughs> have won all of your matches thus far in the NCAA tournament. You also earlier in the season beat Harrison and Christian six. Uh, But as you mentioned, this is a team you guys know well Even though you only played once this year This Texas roster, a lot of veterans These are players you guys, being upperclassmen Have seen multiple times throughout your college career Uh, Does playing a conference foe add any sort of extra I don't know, oomph, I guess, to this match And just in general, how important, I guess Will that double point be? And just, uh, just the big question How are you preparing for this one? Um yeah, there's a I lot think, there. Take it as you will. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think there's a little bit of extra, you know, added um not pressure I would say, but just the fact that we we want to get another shot at them. Obviously, they're in they're in our conference and they won the regular season, which is what we've done, you know, the past 3 years, so that, you know, we're not happy about that. Obviously, we want to get them back and for me personally like losing to sis i obviously wanted i'm so happy to get another shot at him and i'm sure al can say the same about ito and um like i said as a team just the fact that we play them in our they're in our conference like you said and that we play them and and we lost to them and they won the regular season and we didn't and it's just there is a little bit of added oomph and added you know like we want to beat them that much more you know
0: Absolutely. And in terms of dealing with the conditions, Alistair, I know you guys are down in Orlando early, but Orlando in, in May, it's hot, it's humid, it's sticky. It's, you know, everything's moving slowly. You're sweating through all of your shirts. Uh, how is so this? Nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's your, you're back home, right? And so you <laughs> gotta love it. Uh, how, I guess how has that week of preparation gone? What have you guys been doing to put yourself in a place both mentally and physically to get ready for uh Thursday?
2: Well, um, yeah I mean this it's it's very different conditions here it's not our first time here though we came we were here last year spring break we played Duke at the Orlando center um but but yeah very very humid conditions just got to got to prepare well for it got to hydrate extremely well eat well and uh and there's no doubt we're all taking good care of that um but we're uh we're preparing well we we know what we have to do in this next match and we're we're running through plays and and uh, simulating the opponents, as it were. So, um, so yeah, our preparation's been good. We uh, we have one more hit before before our match tomorrow. But the ones that we've had here have been been extremely good. Extremely excited to be here, so that always helps with getting everyone you know energized for the practices and stuff like that. So, um, but our preparation's been very good. But we're ready to compete.
0: And I know it's too early to say if the crowd will match, you know, the crowds of NCA's past. Georgia always puts out a great crowd. Last year, Wake Forest, we got kind of split up, uh, so that was a little bit different for the round of 16. But just, I guess in general for you, Alex, is it weird playing at home, and how do you think Orlando, you know, will stack up for this NCAA tournament?
1: Yeah, I think they've done an amazing job Uh, so far with everything all the signage all the I mean we have signs in our hotel the NCAA all the whole venue they're doing just an unbelievable job USCA is with everything and I'm sure they're gonna get a lot of fans and I'm I'm excited I'm interested to see how it's gonna play out with the fans because it's definitely just around the campus it it looks like there's a lot of hype about it you know Mm -hmm. Um, and they're definitely making it out to be a big deal so I'm assuming that there's going to be a lot of fans, but I mean, obviously it's the first time here, so we'll see, but the way everything's set up, it's looking like it's going to be a great event. I'm such a fan of the national campus.
0: It's just – it's the pinnacle of tennis minus that it's an airport. That gets a little <laughs> annoying, and, like, you have yeah. to – yeah, you have to mention it. But it is just such so gorgeous, so many courts, such a great thing for college tennis to have. Uh, I guess last quarterfinal-centric question, uh, I, you know, for you guys. You're now a little less, I think, than 24 hours out of your match we've mentioned it obviously a bunch in this podcast. This is a Texas team you guys know well. Uh what is it, you know, what do these last 24 hours look like for both of you and what's it going to take for you guys to get the job done tomorrow?
2: Well, as I said briefly already, we uh we uh we we got to hydrate extremely well and prepare prepare <laughs> our bodies. I mean, it's it's no joke out there. I probably went through three shirts today in an hour and a half practice. I mean, it's very it's very hot. So that's a key part of preparation that we're going to do. Um, we're also going to rest extremely well. We're just going to take it very easy, save all our energy for tomorrow. Um, got to get the minds right. You know, there's not going to be an awful lot of lurking around like there normally is in the team. We're probably a little bit more of a game-face um, scenario. Um, just, But other than that, everyone, everything stays the same. You know, we're going to go for a nice dinner later. Um, as a team... Gonna play, gonna play the toothpick game that we always play. <laughs> um, in which case, there's one loser, by the way. Um, and yeah, it's just a, you know, it's a huge match. It's the biggest match probably. Well, it's the biggest match of my college career. I didn't play NCA's last year, obviously. Um, but it's a huge match. But the the preparation for for any match stays the same. You know, yeah. it's it's you know, as Devin's uh, assistant coach has said, you know. However big the match is, the preparation's got to be the same, otherwise you're just going to take yourself too far, you're going to get too nervous, you know, you you do what you know in your preparation and that gives you the best chance to perform on the day.
0: Yeah, and for you, Alex, uh, same question, but also with the perspective of – and I guess, Alistair, you were uh, on the team as well. Though I was looking through your bio and said you had to sit out your freshman year due to transfer rules. And hold that thought because I want to ask you about that in a little bit. Okay. uh, For you, Alex, you're back in the quarterfinals. You guys, the last time you were there your sophomore year, lose a heartbreaker 4-3 to Ohio State. Uh, given that you are a senior, this is, you know, your last weekend on the job. Uh, how, how you know, amped up are you for this match? How excited are you for this opportunity to have another shot at the semifinals?
1: Yeah, super excited. Um, like Al said, I think also we all know that it's a big match, but we're preparing for it just like it's, it is any other match. But um, for me especially, I think just tomorrow it's going to be a little bit... Um, you know, this last tournament's bittersweet and it's gonna be kinda of like a little bit different level of focus because in the back of my head I'll know that, you know, I'm playing like it's it's my last, you know, so it's gonna be it's it's super exciting and I can't wait to get another shot with this team at yeah. the semifinal.
0: We are very much looking forward to it. Well then before I go, Alistair I wanna uh, run through a little bit about your background, and please, Alex, if you have any, you know, side commentary, throw it in. I need a little narrative. Yeah, well. Always like a good footnote, but for our listeners, he'll, he'll, he'll for sure have something. Yeah, if if you know, for our listeners who couldn't tell from the accent or when you're calling, you know, it was a bit of pain. I don't think that's how I would describe it, but you are from <laughs> Twickenham, England. You uh, were obviously, I, I believe, a top 55 junior in the ITF rankings. How did you come to college tennis, and why was TCU the school for you? you
2: um well uh so i I've, I've been interested in college just because how difficult it is transitioning from the juniors to the men's game these days you know you come out of the juniors at 18 and you're ni- you're 18 or 19 or whatever and you're playing against 30 year olds you know and uh, i hadn't developed physically i wasn't you know strong enough to be playing uh, back like tournaments on end so that that was one of the reasons why college is quite a good well I mean I think it's clear to everyone now but at the time you know I was contemplating whether it was a good like transition into the men's game I obviously want to play professional afterwards um but why TCU well you know um one of my one of my good coaches at, back home James Trotman knew these coaches extremely well Devon and and David and then uh another another coach in England James Davidson also known as Diesel um played with both Devin and uh and Radhi when they're on the tour so they already knew these coaches they kind of got me in touch with them and um, yeah when i came over for the us open i just i, I came on a visit after after the after the tournament and uh, you know it was, it was just an un- unbelievable visit I, I love i love both the coaches i think they in yeah in my opinion and i think alex has said it in the past they're the best coaches the best coaches in in college tennis in my no opinion um, so so that was the that was the primary reason I chose TCU is because I want to be professional and I feel like these coaches gave me the best chance of of helping me to get there. Um, but everything's been unbelievable so uh, thus far the three years I've been here.
0: So Alistair comes to Fort Worth on that visit. Is he traveling with you, Ravikov?
1: Um. I don't think I was there. No, Ryan I, wasn't, I wasn't there. there. I wasn't there at that time. He
0: took the fall off that yeah. fall. He was oh, playing stupid, a tournament, or something. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and well, maybe it's actually beneficial. Maybe that's why he's like, "Oh, I'm in. I love this school." Um, <laughs> but, uh, for you, in general, Alistair, when you're making that transition, uh, you know, it's always a jump to come from playing a ton of tennis to have to now go to school full time. Balance that pro aspirations with the college season as well. Uh, what was that transition yeah. like for you? Uh, yeah it was i think
2: anyone moving into college tennis it's just a it's just an extremely different atmosphere you you're you know as a stu- as any student athlete you're juggling so many things at the same time and you've just, you' just base at the end of the day you've just got to get very good at time management you're just you're always on the go there's everyth- there's a lot going on the whole time um which I'd never really experienced before, so I had to get used to that it took a little while. But as you mentioned a little bit earlier, I was ineligible my first for my first semester there. So I uh, I was obviously practicing. I was playing some futures around and about. But um, but yeah, it was uh, it it was difficult. It was quite it was kind of difficult. It took me a little while to get used to everything and being professional and and taking care of what you need to while so much around you is going on.
0: And it does say you set out due to transfer rules. I I didn't really understand that. Uh, can you kind of elaborate?
2: Yeah, sure. So, so basically, it, it, I'm not going to go through the whole English schooling system, but <laughs> sure. there were there were two there were two exams that I need to take to become to become eligible. And I took one, and uh, and there was another one that was on the same day that I was playing at Wimbledon, and. I was unable to take that exam and unlike in America in England there are only final exams so you study all year (laughs) with no exams with with nothing and then all of a sudden you got to take this big final exam so in according to the NCAA I hadn't been to school that whole year (laughs) because I hadn't taken this final exam and obviously it was during a pretty big tournament so I I not knowing of the rules i obviously decided to play the tournament and um and and yeah that's that's the bullshit that got me into that <laughs> <laughs>
1: no yeah, that... i mean it, it's also it's ridiculous like some of the, there are some people some guys that are you know have four years of eligibility coming in at 23 years old and for al to miss a test and then have a whole year taken away from him honestly it's just completely unfair but um
0: uh... No, I agree with you. It just speaks to some of the flaws in the whole system. It's not like you were trying to cheat. By the way, great humble brag. I missed the test cuz I'm at Wimbledon. Is that something that <laughs> you, <laughs> like, is, you have a, is it like I have a doctor's note from Roger Fetter that he <laughs> a photo of me and him, I'm at Wimbledon the professor's like, "Oh, okay. Like that's fine." Yeah. It's, that's that's pretty freaking awesome. Um but yeah, they so didn't then they accept that obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they obviously were like, "No, sorry, not good enough." Uh yeah, yeah if it would have been with Murray, they would've been like, "All right, that's a night. Like it's fine." <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> um, but so then getting back to that for that first season, because that was the season, um, they it, your team makes the quarterfinals. Is that, you know, painful when you, you make this huge jump, you come to America, you come to college and you have to sit out? Just obviously by your description, that sucks. But just what is that for you, you know, personally going through something like that?
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, it's, it, yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a ridiculous team that year. I mean, <laughs> you're talking like Cam was here. I think the lineup was Cam, Jerry. Sorry, Cam, Ryber, Gie, Jerry, Widow, and then Gia- Trevor. 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 Yeah. Trevor. I mean, it was a ridiculous team. I mean, I would have Trevor loved. Was hurt, yeah. Trevor was hurt for a long part of it. Um, I know we were short on guys, so you know that wouldn't have hurt if I were to maybe jump in for a couple matches, but. <laughs> um it's a, it was a it was a great team and it was a sh- i mean I was obviously part of the team but it was a great shame that I wasn't able to compete on the court with them um it was you know they did extremely well reaching the elite 8 and i think was it illinois ohio state no ohio oh, state ohio state yeah 4-3 so yeah i mean it's it's kind of gutting to miss out on an experience like that um for something that's so kind of trivial in a way yeah, um, uh, no, I, but, I I can yeah.
0: completely see that. And by the way, is Widow Reese Stalder? Yes, yeah. sorry, sorry, oh, yeah. No. Right, you know. uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, that's good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny.
0: All right, that threw me off. What was I gonna ask? Uh, oh, okay. I think yeah, that, that was good. I'll remember that one. Um, and yeah. for you, uh, I guess, and not to pile on, but then the next year you obviously get injured at the end of the year, and I was yeah. at that Illinois match. I mean top three. That was a battle in every court. I particularly remember your match w- with Vukic, right? But I mean, that was a freaking mm-hmm. battle. And just yeah. for, for you, Alistair, to have to sit both of those NCAA tournaments out to get to clinch that round of 16 match, was it that much sweeter?
2: It was, actually. Yeah, it was. I mean, uh, as you as you said, I, I did, I tore I t- I t- I t- my meniscus in my knee in the Big 12 tournament last year, so I wasn't able to compete for a little while after that. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, it, in the sweet the sweet sixteen was you know unbelievable experience. But even before the first round of the NCAs, you know, I, I was I was pre- feeling pretty grateful in the warm up that I was I actually be able to play this tournament. You know, um, that I'm healthy now and I'm, uh, and I'm able to compete in such a great tournament. So I, yeah, taking on taking on those first two schools and then and then beating Mississippi State and being able to win the last point for the team was just was just huge. I uh, yeah, I'm sure there's not many not many better feelings in the world than that. Um it's pretty grateful to be able to, to be a part of that and to have a contributing factor for the team.
0: No, at this point, that busted chin is nothing. You are like, please, uh, yeah, yeah, as, long as, my menis- <laughs> as long as my meniscus is intact, I think I am fine. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. You know, I, I can't even remember. I, I mean, I-, I can remember falling, but like, I just remember standing up and just kind of hoping nothing hurt, and-, and at the time, nothing did. All the adrenaline and everything. So it was, I was. Happy that yeah, didn't then, blood, didn't bloody do something again, but
0: and then the next thing you're like my fucking chin, like yeah. oh my
1: god, yeah. like that yeah. was
0: not fun. Well, then for you guys, and I, I want to be conscious of your time because I know you guys uh, want to you know relax and do your thing. But for both of you, uh, I know you're all in on obviously the team match first, but you guys also both qualified for the individual singles and doubles tournament as a duo. Uh, How cool is that going to be to get to, you know, finish your season that way in Orlando? And are you guys looking forward for that doubles, you know, that doubles bid? That could be fun.
1: Yeah, I I think we're definitely looking forward to it. Me and Al are super close. Um, We've been rooming together since he came to college and, you know, since my second semester at school. So we're honestly closest that he can get to being my brother we fight you know we argue we, we have great times we're literally just brothers and just to be able to share the court with him in doubles and uh, make the doubles tournament it's going to be super exciting and I, I think we're starting to play really well um, in the beginning of the year we were kind of figuring it out there's some things that we had to work on and I think uh, things are starting to click now and And we're really excited to not only play the team together and play the doubles as well
0: the same question to you al are you excited
2: yeah yeah i can't wait i mean obviously the first ncaa tournament as a team obviously the same same for individuals and same for doubles i uh yeah i can't wait i don't i, I haven't, haven't been here before just coming in with an open mind um i can't wait to compete uh in the, firstly in the team but then in the individuals and doubles i uh yeah as, as alex said we uh we're we're pretty we're pretty tight friends as to put it lightly but um but we uh, we like to think that 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 bond gives us a little extra edge on on the court against those teams so um yeah as you said we have to we had to uh figure out some a couple of little things early on but we're we we've tied we're tying everything together now so uh i think we'll i think we'll be a a force to be reckoned with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw, that, I saw that coming. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, that was good. I like three years at TCU, and you got yeah. we're tight friends. That was good. <laughs> know, that was a, that's a good pickup. Uh, well, then, I think I think brotherhood
2: is a, a better word.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Look, I'm on the record before saying a doubles partnership is like a relationship. They're up, yeah. yeah. you touch each other a lot. they're handshake <laughs> all this stuff. It's all the same. Uh, but yeah. so then, let's end with a little fun. I know a lot of your answers. Uh, already, Rabakov, because we did this earlier, but we'll see if Alistair's match up. Uh, You want to go through a little rapid fire real quick? (laughs) Alright, then yeah, let's go. I like it. Alright, Westhoff, if you could, cue the rapid fire sound effect. So, we'll start here. We'll go with the TCU uh, teammate-based questions. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, your favorite hitting partner during your time there? Eduardo, roll down. (laughs) (laughs) I, I will also say Rabakov did not answer with you either so you know yeah
2: we 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 have very different games is this sorry is this a rapid question no 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 no,
0: no, please an explanation on that. explanations are when this game gets fun
2: okay well now me and ramo got very different games you know we 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 warm up before doubles all the time and and it and we we hit well together but we're often working on very different parts of our game so and i think lalo hits just a very clean ball and he's uh (laughs) And he's, yeah, he's just nice to nice to get risen with, really. That's that's I'm the reason.
0: For is it because you can hit winners on him and he doesn't get mad at you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, hitting the driver, right, I can't can't get the full pass to past him. Pisses me off. Of it.
0: No, I like it. Well, then, uh, in, in the theme of pissing you off, teammate most likely to hook you to get under your skin at practice.
2: Most likely to what?
0: To hook you. To get under. Oh,
2: your skin. to hook me. Um... I
0: had trouble with this guy.
2: I mean, me and Ryber have, yeah. me, I'd, say, <laughs> I'd say Ryber, not hook me, but we, you know, we're two very competitive guys, and, the, you know, I remember a specific instance on court where um, it was, we were playing a tie break or something, <laughs> and I, like, I go to stop the ball with my foot, do you remember this or not? I, I try and stop the ball with my foot, and, like, it kind of hit. It hits my foot before the ball bounced. So you know, technically, Ryba's point, <laughs> but I was, I was having none of it. But yeah, like there's a lot of you know, deep, you know, stuff about that. But anyway, we're just very, very, very competitive. We we've got we got a little heated on the practice court sometimes. Uh,
0: oh, no, I yeah. I love it. Well, how about this then? In that theme, and you guys can both answer this: the teammates that go at it the most in practice.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Al. I think it's a I think it's a good thing, honestly. Yeah, though, absolutely. Because... You know, we, we make each other better. Obviously, sometimes it gets a little too much. But yeah. <laughs> no,
0: but yeah. in general, there are any two. First of all, if you're calling him the Red Widow, he's definitely gotten angry before. Is it like, you know, him and <laughs> him and Burtis go at it and they're just buttonheads heads the whole time? No, uh,
1: no. no. I, uh, the Red Widow's pretty mellow. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Widow's like,
2: he's pretty chill at practice. There's no... I mean, I, I hit uh yeah, me and <laughs> yeah i hit i hit bert once in doubles uh when we were practicing some doubles and that got and that got pretty heated. when when
1: me and when me and al play bert and widow it gets heated yeah in the doubles <laughs> but
2: bert, because bert's Bert spits it out sometimes he loves talking he loves talking, he loves I, mean, talking. I mean i mean i think we do we do as well, yeah, but, we do as well. But, <laughs> but 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 that create i mean widow's kind of <laughs> widow doesn't get doesn't involved it. yeah <laughs> But us and Bert start going at it sometimes when we're playing doubles. Um, I like it. I like it. Well, then how about this? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, there's just, there's, especially when there's big matches coming up, you know, we're trying to get everyone getting ready and trying to simulate the environment. So I think, you know, it's part of the plan sometimes is to get people a bit angry, you know, (laughs) just to try and get some, some, you know, the juices flowing and get everyone ready to battle, really, so...
0: Yeah, well then. Speaking of uh, get, you know, getting the juices flowing, in, I don't think I asked you this the first time, so you guys can both answer. And I, I think Rybakov, you can be a little. Uh, I'm just changing it up what I'm saying every time, but I think you can be a little bit uh, more free with this answer since you don't have to play for him anymore. The <laughs> the Roditiism that bothers you the most. Oh God! The
2: Roditiism. The one Roditi
0: does that bothers you the most. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're both looking at he each other like you
0: said. Alright, you don't have to um, say it. there's something though. There's gotta be
2: something. Well Ruditi is a very you know, as we all know, Raditi is a very passionate guy. <laughs> and uh and that's his greatest asset, and he loves the game, he loves coaching us. Um But six you know, AM on a <laughs>
0: Thursday that gets annoying.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean he can get he can get pretty in- he can get pretty intense on court sometimes, and you know he he's right you know what he's saying you know ninety ninety nine percent of the time is right, <laughs> uh, but it takes it takes a lot. It, it sometimes you know when you're playing and you're pissed off and it, it takes a lot to stay cool about that kind of stuff. So yeah, he can he can get in your grill, but he knows he's getting in your grill. He he knows it so. It's just about handling it, really, and and uh, which is which obviously helps us grow, but it's, it's it's pretty annoying at the time.
1: I'm gonna say he has a he has a tendency to like if he says something he'll say it like 40 times. Yeah, so, like he'll be like 100%, and I'll say 100%, and I'll say 100%, and then 100%. And then yeah, he will be will be like 100%, I'll be like 100%. So, <laughs> it's funny it's i'm funny. gonna i'm gonna change
2: my answer slightly there are There are certain <laughs> things i mean going off what he just said, there are certain things that he says all the time, and you know he has his rules about how to play and stuff like that and you know I'm not giving away any secrets here, like when we're returning we we focus on hitting the top of the net, and you know if you uh if you miss it long or if you hit the back fence by chance and you, you know what you've done wrong, he'll still ask you, like, oh, what's our rule for that? You know, in a very calm way. And you're like, you, you know what you've done, but even, it doesn't matter if it's the first or the tenth time you've done it, <laughs> That like, he'll still ask you the same questions. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, I can only imagine <laughs> a guy with that intensity. It's got to be half the fun. I mean, he's a, a great college tennis person. All right, a couple more for you, Alistair. Teammate, yeah. you, teammate, you like getting dinner with the most?
2: Um. Yeah, I, Riber, Riber, I like getting dinner with Ryber. <laughs> oh, You're about
0: to throw him under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: we live together. We cook. Yeah. We cook a lot together. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty normal. So. Then in that theme, better chef. <sighs>
1: um.
2: <laughs> Juan. <laughs> but between us two, or yeah, between you two, in our house, Juan. <laughs> yeah, Juan. Juan's a really good chef. Juan Martín is our other roommate, and he he cooks very well. I mean, me me and Ryba just cook the same stuff. You yeah, can't, we just you,
1: have, you can't mess up chicken and rice. Well. Yeah,
2: you can't. Yeah, you can't get too much better than the other person. Yeah. At chicken, chicken. <laughs> <you know? Yeah. laughs>
0: Well, I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm like, like Bobby Flay is the best at f- chicken, so I'm pretty sure you can get pretty good at chicken if you want. To. But yeah, I, uh, I see what you're saying. I like the answer. All right, best to go out with.
2: Um, Juan. He
1: oh. <laughs> gets yeah, da yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, any Latino, you know, any Latino, yeah. they get you. Get they get you in the Latino party and
1: you just You feel good, you feel yeah. special. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I,
2: love I like I like the Latino crowd. I mean both of us, Guilla and Juan, both and Lalo, you know, that we all love the we love the Latino crowd, so yeah. it's good.
0: How did Juan as a freshman end up in
1: your house?
2: Um well he's actually he's my age, so ah. he's
1: he's a ninety eight. Yeah, so, so so on campus like you have to live on campus, but it's by age. Ah so since he's twenty um and he came in late so he didn't have anyone to room with so we took him in and we all got a house together oh, which true. was a little bit of a f- up because we already signed the lease for two bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I <figure>
2: it out. <laughs> yeah,
0: we, we we got it. Yeah, who who uh, who got the short straw? Obviously him. No,
2: no one got the short. We. Our, our leasing company got the job, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we found fa- we found leases It was all good in the end. But. Ah, I see. Well, well done. Yeah. I'm impressed. Um, all right. Yeah, Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah, some other good ones for you, and then we can wrap this thing up. A favorite city in the world
2: uh i mean you know, yeah
0: <laughs> are you saying apart from
2: london or do you want me to say london i mean if london's the answer
0: it sounds london, like it's got
2: to yeah, be london. london's london's my london's my answer but i do love um i did love los angeles when i went there or like or anywhere in california i thought san california yeah, san yeah
1: that was it sorry yeah san francisco Yes. San Diego. I'm gonna say La Jolla for my girlfriend. Ah, <laughs> oh, you learned from last time. Well done. Yeah, I did. I, did, I, did. <laughs> I like it. Well, then um,
0: favorite meal off the court and don't say chicken and rice because I can't. I can't accept that.
2: Okay. Well, is Velvet Taco a, a, a chain yeah. or not? Uh, I don't know. So, so there's, there's that's the, my answer. There's a place called Velvet Taco, which mm-hmm. is, um right which is right downtown uh 7th street in fort worth and uh it's got this this taco it's a it's called the spicy (laughs) ticket spicy tikka chicken and it's got it's, it's just got rice uh rice inside the taco with like indian style curry chicken and it is just unbelievable and then we always get the the tater tots with like bacon and uh, what is it? The garlic sauce and stuff yeah, in so the side is. like that. So I mean, I'd say that's my favorite food right about
0: now. It's very sweet that you said we, as though you guys ordered together. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's a very well, yeah.
1: that's i told you last time we go there
0: like five out of the seven days we go there a lot we go there a lot yeah oh i'm glad to hear it well then again (coughs) final thoughts on you guys and i know you guys have mentioned this before but just what are you most looking forward to tomorrow and uh again final things is what is it going to take for you guys to get the job done
1: um we're just looking forward to battle and just get another chance at at texas and and get a chance to play in orlando grateful to to be here to have made it here and um for me personally um just enjoying this last tournament with my teammates you know obviously being my last season and being able to embrace college tennis one last time that's what i'm most most excited for
0: sure and for you alistair
1: yeah for me I mean
0: it's quite
2: the opposite I'm trying to trying to enjoy my first one so it's <laughs> it's uh yeah I can I cannot wait to be on court tomorrow it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun you know we're we're all battling for the same thing and that's what makes it so great so uh so yeah being able to go out there and compete and put put everything we've got on the line and um and what we have to do to win will we uh we have to we have to do everything that we we know we do really well, which is battle, compete, um, trust our teammates, and uh, and trust our game plan and trust our coaches. We just have to go out there and put everything on the line, as I've said, and um, and just play with our hearts. Yeah, we we we've, we know we've prepared well. As as Robert said, we cannot wait to get back on court with Texas. We we need revenge on them. So. Uh, so that's going to give us some extra motivation if there if there was any to be given but um but yeah yeah just a really exciting time in our lives devin always says it we're peaking right now in our lives you know <laughs> we're uh, this this is just a great tournament and like, we we both can't wait to to get going
0: yeah well for whatever it's worth we have not had a texas player on this season and yeah they've won but if you know the crack record tides or anything if this is actually superstitious uh you know hopefully you guys coming on we'll get another win and we'll have to get you back on friday night <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs>
2: exactly
0: yeah but to both of you guys thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast good luck to you and tcu uh, on thursday and to both of you guys as you prepare for the individual tournament as well hopefully we will get the chance to talk to you soon yeah thank no you so problem, much no thank awesome you. thanks for having thank us uh, take care and go frogs right go, go frogs, frogs. <laughs> thank <laughs> you right. Yeah, good yeah. luck.